Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, January 30th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the console AMA. Let's take a listen. Glad to be here. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Um, Dave, you here? Yes, I was muted. Now I'm here. Hey, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? How's it going? Um, Yeah, welcome to today's console AMA. Um, Oh, we got a lot of great people in the audience. Um, So you got Andre, we got Titus. um, thanks always to Julia and Dave from Console for joining and setting these up. Um, oh, yeah, we got Freddie, we got Kat. Oh, Kat's new. How's it going? Got Lena. Lena's back. Um, Evan, Rita. All right. Tara. Nice. Okay. Chris Bishop. All right. How's it going, everybody? Um, looks like we have a great group. Looks like we have a lot of new faces. I'm super happy to be here. So, yeah, just to set the stage, um, every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we meet for a console AMA. Uh, at console, we are building Web3 Discord <laughs> killer, let's say. We have a few different ways to describe it, but basically, um, it's not just a copy of Discord, um, but really a, a better way to be focused and to bring communities together. And we're building it on Web3 technologies. So right now, we have a token-gated chat app and we're looking to bring on new communities and just really imagine the next stages of really the future of social media and chat and what that means to everyone here i know a lot of people showing up here are part of DAOs and communities and i'd love to get um, as many of you on stage to ask questions um, feel free to ask any question um, about console or personal lives or whatever you want to know uh, to, you know, and also to help contribute um, if you have ideas for how to contribute. Um, I'll just give a brief update on kind of our progress and where we're at. I like to start every week off that way, and then we'll just open it up. So in the meantime, if anybody does have any questions, maybe start raising your hand right now and we can get you up on stage. Um, as always, I'd love to hear from, uh, <laughs> I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but I will. Uh, Titus, Andre, I feel like I always have, I always have some great great questions. We got Kuro here raising, raising your hand. So yeah, um, that's just who I see at the top of my feed. So yeah, if, if you guys would love to raise your hand, you have some questions, you have some thoughts, or even just some updates on things, you know, uh, Web3 is really so big. It's so many different things, so many different ecosystems. And I think we're all seeing a different part of it. And um, so if anybody has something that they want to share that can really benefit the future of building and co-creating console, that'd be helpful. Uh, so raise your hand. We'll bring you on stage. It takes a second sometimes. And in the meantime, just going to give a quick update. Um, so yeah, uh, this quarter, our, our big goal is to get out our new apps, our iPhone app, our Android app, our desktop app app. Right now, console is available only on the web app, so in the browser. And we have a few hundred people using it and testing it 
kind of like kind of like an alpha slash beta stage where we're getting feedback and making it better. Um, so we're really working to get those apps out. Um, I was playing with the desktop app. Dave and I were playing with it the past week. Uh, we want to you know make sure internally that we're using it and that it's it's super valuable and working really well before we roll it out. But that should be coming pretty soon. That will be the first one to drop. So and we definitely want to hook up. I mean everybody that's been showing up week over week we really appreciate you and we want to um uh, hook up anybody who is who has is really coming and supporting us and get your feedback and get your input so that we could help make something awesome that we all love uh so look out for that i would think in the next few weeks we have um to do a security small security audit on it and um and a bunch of testing but that will be the first one the desktop app followed later this quarter by the iphone and the android app and uh so that's pretty exciting. Um, and the one other thing on my mind um, that Dave and I are talking a bunch about, and just seeing if anybody in this group wants to chat to this, is um, we've been learning a lot about um, Nostra. I don't know if anyone out there has heard of it um, or has been playing with it, N-O-S-T-R, N-O-S-T-R, Nostra. Um, and uh, it's a really, really interesting chat protocol that has launched in a I guess it's been around for a year now, but in the past few months, it's really grown um, from about 10,000 users. Oh, sorry. From about, I think, uh, yeah, I think about maybe like 10,000 or so users to like 300,000 in just the past few months. Um, and it's a really interesting way for sending messages that um, I think can really rival trad so may <laughs> trad social traditional social media. Just made that up. Sounds pretty catchy. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, Dave and I were listening. Uh, Jack Dorsey and the and the founder of Nostra, which is an open source protocol, we're chatting um, on, a, on another great podcast this week. And yeah, we've just been trying to learn a lot about it, and um, we'll share more over the next few weeks. But we're we're also playing with it a little bit and trying to see if that's a good fit for console. Um, you know, it's really built on crypto cryptography when i say crypto i mean cryptography of um being able to send messages in a decentralized way and it's very it's a very small amount of code which for anyone who's a developer it's very light which is really nice it means you can send and receive messages and at its core it's kind of like imagine i don't know if this is the best example but like email it kind of just has like one simple thing you know what i mean but the opportunity for that when building in web3 is i i do have a theory that i think smaller protocols that just do one thing could really go a really far away in benefiting us. Something like a Poe app, which we often, Julia often really kindly shares with everyone afterwards um, to come to the Twitter space, is something that's a, that does one specific thing can be really valuable because it's really easy to integrate. And you can, it's the kind of thing we could see a lot of sites turn on overnight and just all of a sudden flip on. So um, really excited to learn more about Nostra. We'll be updating you, maybe even have some guest speakers from our team come on to share what we're learning. But um, but yeah, I think it could be promising. But yeah, it's a kind of side uh, project, <laughs> a side thing we're looking into and learning about. Dave, did you have any, I know you're excited about learning about Nostra as well. Do you have any other thoughts about that? I'm excited that we have a, a new, I, I think a new participant named Trill, which reminds me of a previous app that I created. <laughs> I just learned what Trill meant today. That's <laughs> how uncool I am. <laughs> Does anyone know in the audience? Because Dave had a, Educate me. What does it stand for? Uh, trill, true, real, and ill. True, real, and ill-er. <laughs> there you go. Um, great. Yeah. So, so that's my uh, that's my update for the week. Um, let's get some questions. Um, 
I'm just going to pick on Kat because uh, we've never had Kat up on, on stage. And so I'd love to start it off um, inviting you and welcoming you. Hi, Kat. How's it going? What's your question? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for inviting me to the space. You guys have been um, messaging on my podcast and it's finally nice to be able to connect in this way. So thank you for inviting me. Um, I want to ask the big question. You guys say you want to take on Discord um, and be a replacement of that. Um, in one of our podcast episodes, uh, we talked to somebody who trains community managers. And the big thing we asked him is like, do you think that there was every, something that could beat Discord or replace Discord? And even if there was, like, will there be adoption? He doesn't think so. Because there's so much sunken cost into Discord right now in this community that it would be really, really challenging to move existing communities over especially like the ones that are still strong now. Now, mind you, obviously things change over time, you know, like MySpace was a thing and now it's not. And Facebook took on that and technologies change all the time. But my question for you guys is how do you feel about that? A and B, like where do you think discord lacks and how do you provide a better value proposition than they do for this space? Um, and how is that going to, how are you going to sell that to the currently existing projects? Not future projects, but currently existing ones to come over. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so yeah, Kat, the, the, the question in large part is, I guess, how, how is console going to take on Discord? And I think in part you're asking from a technical standpoint, like what like what's different with the product? But then also like from a kind of growth standpoint, like why are people gonna grow why would people grow on console um I'll try to yeah i'll try to make it brief um but and then feel, hold on just yeah. one thing i really want to yeah, clarify yeah, with that question it's yeah. it's not about growth it's about getting the currently existing communities over there right how do you get those guys to adopt because i think i think any new technology will have growth especially if it's a really, provides a really strong value prop but you know how do you bring yuga onto console yeah I mean, the answer is really just to have something that's more valuable than what's on Discord. Ten times more valuable, likely, like something really valuable that can cause them to see. I mean, they're only thinking about themselves, right? In a way of that's what communities do. They're trying to grow. They're trying to, you know, um, yeah, really, really trying to grow and trying to like, in some, in a lot of cases, take action or. Um, sell something or promote something so they're just trying to think about that you know and i think if we can give them a way to do that like 10 times better than discord then we stand a chance and um yeah i think we have a lot of ideas for how how we're going to do that so <laughs> i mean happy to tell you more but does that does that help yeah 100 percent it does and I, I guess going back to what you were originally going to talk about is the value prop of what you guys have that'd be really uh i don't know much about console Sure. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think a lot of people come to this Twitter space and to crypto Twitter in general because we see a vision for the future of what the web could be, and I think that always is like three things for me and like three principles of why we're building console. And so for me, it's you know I think we all believe in Web three because it's something that can be user owned. We can own our identity, own our NFTs, own our currency. Number two, I think it's um, decentralized. So it's, you know, we don't have to have one central point of failure of like asking Elon Musk to, you know, get 
get uh, access or to get censored. Same thing on Instagram, you know, accounts get censored and shut down all the time. So I think it's having that decentralization so it's resilient. And number three, I think working in public and transparency is really important. We don't know how the algorithms often work um, behind, you know, maybe talking more about like Twitter or different algorithms that are serving us content. Um, I think that these are all the limitations that we hear over and over again, like banging on the drum of Web2, people complaining. And I think people show up at Twitter spaces like this. And like I said, crypto Twitter, because we believe that there's something better. Um, Discord's not the something better. You know, Discord has just refused to grow. And, um, you know, we've outlined um, maybe, you know, check out our blog. It's blog.console.xyz. We wrote um, a quite lengthy piece about, you know, the reasons why we're building console in comparison to Discord. And a lot of it comes down to, um, you know, security is one thing for Yuga. You know, Yuga has been hit with, you know, they've lost millions of dollars of NFTs, a lot of which happened um, over the past year through um, users losing them through Discord and through the insecurities of the platform to really evolve. Discord doesn't evolve. And so it has these like patches that it uses to kind of try to band-aid things in in terms of bots and workarounds. And, you know, that also affects the onboarding for these communities. Communities want to grow. And the first thing they do when they come on the Discord is they have to like click a lot of boxes and go to different sites and verify this and sign this. And in that process is where there's a lot of vulnerabilities. So, yeah, I mean, those those are just some of the, like the base things that we're working on at Console to fix. It's just when you come to Console, it's like, you own your identity, you own your community. You know, we're built on decentralized open source code where you can you don't have to trust us, you can trust the code. And I think like as web3 grows, there's just going to be more of a demand for building on platforms that respect our our principles and I think you're going to start to see communities be able to grow a lot bigger and quicker um that, you know, like if Moonbirds comes to console, if Yuga comes to console, I think our capabilities of onboarding, security, um, their CMM, CRM capabilities, customer management, where they can like see all the people in the community, make better connections. I think all of that's just going to be a no-brainer for how they grow their community because that's what we're focusing on. Thanks, Kat, for the question. Um, I'm going to go to somebody else, but if you have any follow-ups, feel free to ask more um, later on. Um, I want to welcome Evan, who's... Um, been working at the intersection of ENS and Web3 and is the co-founder of ENS Interviews. Very nice. I'm just reading your uh, profile to introduce you. <laughs> Can I just quickly you. say, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, yeah, don't sure. even I don't even have a question. All I wanted to say was, please, this is a great space. Everyone here, please, can we retweet the space? It is fantastic for the algorithms when we retweet the space. That's all I want to say. If we get used to that mindset, we turn up at console, retweet the space, it does a lot for the whole space. Thank you very much. I'll step down and happy to listen. Thank you. Thanks, Fireverse. Thanks, Fireverse. I promise we didn't pay for that sp sponsorship, but we do appreciate it. Um, thanks, for, thanks for jumping on and, and sharing. That, that really does help retreating the space. Um, thank you so much. Great idea. Um, awesome. Uh, Evan. Uh, Tell us what's up. You have a question or what's on your mind? Yeah. Um, thank you for having me up as a speaker. Um, kind of as like a question and like a furthering from what Kat was speaking on. I think one of the most important aspects of Web3 and what's going to make it um, the future of messaging, you know, any Discord related products, gaming, every, any industry that is in Web2, I think will eventually have Web3 products. And the reason I think that is going to happen is because of composability. 
And I think you guys can do a great job of having composability in, in an open source landscape. Um, I think it's really important. You guys can be able to build so many different products and let the community build so many different things within your platform. I mean, one example could be, I, I saw you guys uh, recently talked about ENS and um, I'm going to make sure that the ENS community gets more uh, notice about that because I feel like that did not get any uh, recognition for like how much you guys are building. It's awesome. But I think ENS with payments, you could easily be paying people directly from your platform. I think you could with NFTs, you could have either your own or a different trading platform directly within it and or integrating marketplaces. I think things like this where Discord is not willing to do it will over time just make it where you guys cannibalize their um, technology and it will just be a better overall product. And I was just wondering, would you be um, considering doing things like payments directly in the app in the near term? Or what's your thoughts on people building with your platform, not just you guys directly? Yeah, I love that. Um, thanks, Evan. So first, I'm just going to address your question about like people building in the app, and then I'm going to hand it back to you for, to tell us more about payments. But yeah, you know, it's been our vision that, that yes, we, we're, we're aiming to open up the code in a way that we hope that people can build on it. Well, what, what can you build on console? You know, what would you build? Well, we have um, chat at the core is, is really what we build, like token-gated chat. And all of that is like, just think of like the heart of console. And the reason that it's so important for us to get that done is like, that's a really hard problem to solve from a privacy standpoint, having, you know, signal level and then encryption and DMs like for us, solving that is really tricky. I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's hard. Uh, we've been working on it for a year. <laughs> um, in addition, you know, having that scale across the iPhones, having chat is really hard. And we recognize that as like the barrier for entry for a lot of um, competitors in the space or people who started building in the space who were just building um, little composable pieces or different parts of this kind of community stack. You know, but chat's hard and we recognize that. So we really dove into that uh, problem recognizing that um beyond chat though our vision has always been to have um different like plugins basically our modules we're kind of still playing with the name what we're going to call them um and then what that allows you to do is to supercharge your chat so imagine you have a community you have you know a thousand people that you've brought into a console just by sharing a link, you know, simply like not even token gated yet. You, you know, you don't need cryptocurrency to come to console. You just need a wallet address and maybe even just an email in the future. We're playing with some things. But imagine you have 100 people in there. Being able to supercharge that 100 people by allowing them to use one of our modules to just do like a, a, like a syndicate, you know, like the way syndicate does fundraising, right? And able to like have that do a fundraise and then pull right into a multi-sig that all, you know, or that some percentage, like let's just say five of those people own is like a really seamless way to like integrate Web3 into supercharged chat. And so that would be a module um, that we would love to see built. Another one is, you know, we're thinking about POAPs, the way we do them in these communities here, you know, bringing, if we were to have in the future, um, a console, this chat in console, right, which when we'll have our video and audio set up, um, we can do one of these chats. Um, being able to instantly send PO apps to everyone who attended is really nice. And I, and I share that from our perspective of it's actually like a lot of work, uh, Julia and Dave can attest to it, to like use some of these things. Because some of these pieces are like around the web. You have to go 
to syndicates or the sub. If you're doing a fundraise, you have to go to POAPs and you have to get all the address. Like, a lot of it's just like kind of we're piecing it together and we want to make that really seamless so that more people can have access to it. So that really is the vision to open that up. I don't know exactly when that's going to happen. Right now, we're, some people are pitching us on ideas. We've had some marketplaces pitch us and like, yeah, I think that's great. Like definitely pitch us. We, we would love to hear. And also it's probably like... Like I said, this quarter we're focused on iPhone and desktop, so it's probably more of like a summer beyond thing um, as far as our priorities. But we'd love to start hearing. So, um, so with that said, definitely um, on our on our roadmap, tell us about payments. I don't know what that would look like. I can imagine, you know, you have everybody's wallet address or dot ENS or sorry dot ETH the ENS or dot PTC within console already. That's just already what we have with console. You know. It would be pretty easy to just add a payment button and it pings your wallet and you could transfer money. And in a way, you're not really doing it within console as much as we're just kind of giving you an interface to send it from your own wallet because that's the way cryptocurrency works. But tell me more. Is there anything more beyond that, like a use case for a community you're in or that you've seen or that you'd like to see? I'd love to hear a little more about that use case. Yeah, no. So I definitely agree with exactly what you're saying. And it's, yeah, you're right. It's definitely that it's just, you have to like set up the user interface, make it just easy for people to do it, make it simple, um, you know, as few as click, clicks as possible. But um, yeah, I think with ENS plus uh, CCIP, which is uh, the chain link cross-chain interpool uh, protocol, if you've heard of that. Um, but so between those two things, you can send money, you know, between any cryptocurrency, any NFT, to any blockchain, you know, with any wallet. And so I think that integration is pretty amazing. And I think that's something that, you know, is a great feature that Discord won't have. So I personally, and I know plenty of other people in Web3, they transact through Discord. They um, they have, if you're in places like, I, you know, I'm a contributor for different um, uh, writing places and marketplaces and stuff like that. And so when I help write, you know, an article for them, if they were to pay me, I haven't gotten payments yet many times, but like, you know, they'll pay through Discord, but then you go, hey, can you pay me through this? Then you have to go outside of it. Anything where you can integrate within the own platform, I think it's great. Discord is awesome at bringing communities, but they're not like the, t- the town square of communities. They don't have everything drawing to it. They need to have more um, platform integration, kind of how um, Twitter's going. And I think you guys would easily beat them to it with the fact that it's composability in Web3. So yeah, I think long-term ENS and and or other use cases of payments is great. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm curious to to chat with Dave, who's the co-founder here at Console, working on the team with me. Dave, what do you what do you what do you think about the payments idea? Yeah, plus one, Evan. I love it. Um, I think that we're well on our way toward new business models for the creator economy. And I think the first step is creating a better platform that's designed for the use cases that we're trying to kind of hack Discord and other apps uh, toward. Um, I think that we could do better. And I think we've made a lot of progress at console in the last year. But beyond that, I, yeah, I can imagine some really exciting opportunities for creators once, um, you know, there's a lot more buzzing activity in console. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I think it's really simple to do too. Like, like, uh, like I said, chat is really the hard thing that's been taking a lot of time. And it's like, but the cool thing about these composable pieces of Web3 is like, we really just kind of have to write a button that allows you to more or less just send money from your wallet to another, you know? Um, and a lot of that, I mean, that's the beauty, I think, of 
I think a lot of people have heard about exponential growth and how, if you can imagine, if you have an image in your head, there was a great way, but why? And it was like, you know, linear growth is like, it goes a little bit better every day. It goes a little bit better every day, a little bit better every day. But exponential growth is like a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better than all of a sudden the next day, like shoots up like a hundred X. I feel like that's where web three is at. Cause some of the stuff is so easy to like integrate. Um, and I think it's these composable pieces that overnight, you know, you, you know, like everyone overnight can start to integrate ENS or you know, Apple Pay could all of a sudden have lightning payments tomorrow and like the whole world could change. Like everything would change. It really just takes one like flick, like to kind of like spread things. And I think that's the composability piece that you brought up. And uh, yeah, we want to do as much as we can do to support that. I think, I think that's what's going to change the world. And one day we're going to wake up and uh, yeah, make it, I guess <laughs> you could say. Wow. Um, Love that, Chris. Well done. <laughs> um, thanks a lot, Evan. That that was that was really great. Um, let's. I, sorry, guys. I haven't been looking at who's been here longer, but I'm gonna go to. Uh, we go to Titus, and then we'll do Crow next. And if anybody else wants to come up on stage, you are welcome. Uh, Titus, how's it going? I have a headache, but other than that, all is well. <laughs> Good to see you guys. You know, being real. Um, I didn't actually have a question initially, but Kat was talking about, you know, how do you convert the Yugas of the world from platforms they're on? Um, I was thinking about what console is and what console isn't. Uh, console currently, you know, like the focus is to be, you know, token-gated chat in a lot of ways. Um, and Discord wasn't built to be what it's doing in the Web3 community. So I think a lot of people are going, you know, hey, how do we replace Discord? And people complain about Discord and this and that. But the way I see it is more what does Web3 need? Like, wh what are these giant gaping holes in, you know, the, the decentralized, the trustless world that happened to be filled by Discord by coincidence is the way I look at it differently. Um, and people talk about ENS as, you know, like a, a vehicle for messaging and stuff like that. People talk about, you know, I, I guess um, in the previous call, it was described as like a distribution list, mailing list, whatever. Um, and I think composability, of course, is very important. Um, I think what we're looking at now is is to sort of go, hey, how do we build trust within the Web3 community so that w as we continue to grow, and I say we as, as like the Web3 community is growing, but uh, in the console part of that space, I think um, you need to build trust in the community by going, hey, you know, what do you want? We're light, we're agile, we can build it quickly. But more than that, I would say like trust is built by being transparent and like a lot of other things as well, like a predictable and thoughtful, like the, all the things you want Twitter to be that aren't happening anymore, all the things that you want Discord to do, like in terms of the user base. And I don't want to go on a rant. I just want to like wrap this thought up, which is that if you keep your project light, if you keep your platform, you know, composable, then I think all you need to do is go, hey, who wants what next? And the loudest voice, the biggest stakeholders can say that and you can go, hey, this is what Web3 needs. Let's build it. And yeah, I mean, right now, I think the easiest way to do that within the platform is the users as stakeholders model, which is to like, you know, as people show up, as people use the product, then give them the ability to impact the roadmap. And that's how you build trust within a community and go, hey, um, I've got a com community of users that just absolutely love my product so much they're evangelizing it for me. I think that's, that's how you convert, you know, the Discord users of the world to a platform that's actually secure and safe for them. I love that. Really well said. Yeah, I love that you said that, you know, trust is something that you earn over time. Um, I think to some degree, I think of Web3 as this ability to 
transform trust into a kind of like utility, like electricity or um, energy or something, because in some ways, I don't need to know who you are. I don't need to have any relationship with you. And now we can, I can trust based on your ENS name, your BNS name, your the fact that you're sending me BTC. Like there's these kind of like building blocks that I think because they're transparent and open, the code, um, and the, it's math, you know, we can trust it. We don't have to trust people. We could trust. So I think like that whole ethos really resonates with me. And I think gives us, like you were saying, like a better opportunity against Discord because we're using these tools which like are themselves trusted. But I think the thing on top of that, which I love that you're getting at, is like, you know, it's going to take time for for people to trust console. I mean, at this stage, like we should be asking questions and we should be holding console myself and dave and julia accountable to really hope that we're upholding these values that you know of web3 and that we're here for and that we can deliver you know and that the product is like fully functional and works and like respects all of these things and that there's an opportunity to grow with it you know i think i think that's a tricky thing as we scale you know as we go up with users as our team goes up and i you know i think that's something i I do think a lot about and I think is really tricky and um, I think is really, is really worth it. And so, um, yeah, I think it's something that's good that we, that we talk about. I'm glad you brought that up and yeah, I imagine, you know, in two years from now, I think we'll be having a lot different conversation. Cause I, I think the more people that come on to console that will look at our open source code that will be building on console, I think all of that will, will really signal the value. Um, yeah. And at the moment we're, we're small and we're, we're getting our, getting our way getting our way toward that north star um so yeah thanks for thanks for reminding us of that really important lesson i think on uh on how we can build trust trustworthy products because that's really what this is about thanks Titus. all right thanks for all the 100s guys love it crow how's it going Hey, um, don't worry. I'm not going to be polarizing today but um, <laughs> i did have some questions uh so I'm very, very, very interested in console because I used to do a lot of Discord like setups and moderations, uh, like things for like people like DK Motion with very large communities. And I'm just like, uh, I'm just wondering, like, are you going to go with like something like XAMP or something more scalable? Um, and then what is the process going to look like to get early access? Because I, I've been thinking about just I want to stay away from Discord for the foreseeable future. It I've had too many people get like their wallets drained and like different stuff like that. So the capital risk for me for Discord is way too high for this um for like uh NFT based communities. And I had another question about trait based um uh access gating will that be a feature that is going to be available in like your alpha yeah uh, the great great question so trait based gating is not at the moment in the in the alpha that we have um live um it's an obvious thing that would make sense so just to define that you know i imagine if you have an nft and let's let's just say it has some qualities whether it's like anything from like red hair to like location to like privileges, th those are sometimes metadata within your NFT. Um, that's on our roadmap to do. It's not currently in there now. A lot of the stuff we're building really is in line with what Titus um, set up. Um, I, I love how everyone coming up on stage is like 
doing my work for me, like setting the culture and strategy, because it's like, I think we're pretty aligned. Um, and so, yeah, you know, what Titus said was true. It's like, we want to, we're building our roadmap based on the needs of our communities. And we have a list of communities that have applied. It sounds like you've applied. Um, and we're bringing them on slowly, getting feedback. And, you know, I think the communities that believe in us, you know, to the earlier question that Kat had, you know, there's certain communities I think really believe in us and want to see our platform succeed and they're willing to take a leap of faith and build. And we want to be there to really support them. Um, you know, so far we've had um, one community shut down, um, Crash Bunks closed. It was the first community to come. They shut down their whole Discord and came over. And, you know, you can believe that we're definitely, they're like our biggest, you know, if they, you know, we want to make that really worth their time. Um, the caveat being, you know, we're not building console for any one community. I think that's always a product kind of paradox of like, you know, <laughs> we want to like, you know, but that's what we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that and we'll, and we'll communicate and we'll make sure that that's part of it. But there's definitely a large say, I'd say, and then it's the balance between how we can make features that really benefit everybody. Um, so yeah, maybe that answers your questions about that. If you have, you know, I love the opportunity to learn with, with you all, I think like Evan and Titus and um, um, have shared some like technical, you know, ideas for like, have you heard of this? Have you heard of, um, you know, cross chain or operability protocol? Uh, Evan said, like, I, I'm here to learn from you guys as well. So if, if, if you have ideas, if you've seen something you like that does um, metadata gating or you have an idea for it, share it with me after or follow up. Like, I want to learn. Be like, have you checked out this? Have you checked out whatever, Disco or Po app or something? You know, we want to, we want to know more about it. So um, so that's that question. And then Kuro, um, you asked another question as well. I guess it's just about getting on console. Was that the question? How do you get on? Um, no. Uh, it was actually um, kind of based around, because, um, you know, like, Ryan Carson has, like, a very large following and um, you know, it's an interesting thing that he's doing with the PO apps. So how much, like, is there going to be like a, like, a like, can you have like granular? Um, so like, let's say he has everything in one collection, right? But there's different types of PO apps and he would want like different people in different categories. It's like the same thing. For, I don't know if you know who Leap is, but um, Leap and ThreadGuy are, are a potential candidate to for this because I've been talking with Leap about the possibility of releasing a soulbound token for community membership, right? And like the whole problem is is like if we have to get people to do wallet connect on on Discord, no one kind of really wants to do that. And then I had another um question about delegation, if that would be supported. Um I, I don't even like to connect my wallet to the artifact website. So um, I'm just really like wondering if there will be some sort of support for delegation. Yeah. Can you, can you tell us more about what you've seen with delegation that works? I have a few images in my head, but I'm, I'm curious how you, how you'd imagine it or what you've seen that you really like. So for example, with like, okay, so I have multiple wallets cause I kind of keep, um, multiple ledgers with different assets in it right so i'll have a wallet with like you got assets so for example um that wallet i used it with with a uh, delegate cash in order to mint the dookie pass and then um i delegated access to the dookie pass pass after to my nephew so he could play the game so that i could be number one 
<laughs> wow. That's a great strategy. That's awesome. And what what app did you do that on? Where where did that uh, it was delegate.cash and then I've also used uh Warm Wallet, which is a Yuga um product. So I, I was I'm gonna send an invite to Illa to see if he'll come through. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um I've been looking at delegate.cash. I would like to learn more about it. Um also looking at token proof as well. Um not sure, but I do think that there is some yeah, options for, for what we're doing. I think that's awesome. Thanks for putting that on my radar. Um definitely something we want to um we want to support in one way or another. I think that's like the whole thing is just making console more secure. And I think that kind of delegation could be really helpful. Um, it's a problem. I mean, just Kevin Rose, unfortunately, you guys probably saw that lost millions last week um, in NFTs. And I think if someone like from the outside, I think people look at that and they think, wow, you know, this guy has one of the most successful NFT projects. He's been in tech for decades. He's like super smart. And he got, you know, he got his money stolen. Um, and so how can we protect ourselves? Like if he can't even, you know, I, I think, I think the truth is like a lot of the, the ways that we build this projects. Um, and, and that's when I started thinking more about delegate cash um, and potentially and different kinds of ways that we could protect signing. I think to like inform you when you're signing things. Um, we actually were just talking about that today. We have a Monday security meeting at console for about an hour every morning. And that was actually <laughs> what we were talking about, but the Kevin Rose thing and delegate cash came up. So very relevant. Um, and I, yeah, welcome you to send me more links or invites or screenshots or anything that you're seeing out there or that you can imagine that you might want us to, um, to build into the product because this is so important. So, um, yeah, thanks, Karo. I, I think, did that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have some more, but I'm going to let other people go. Because... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great, that's great. That's great. Um, well, thanks. Come back uh, sometime soon or later today. Um, all right, let's do, let's do a few more questions, and then we'll wind down. We always want to not go too much past the hour, uh, or at all past the hour. <laughs> but uh, let's, uh, I'm going to talk to Nikki, and then we're going to bring up uh, Tassin right after Nikki. So, yeah, uh, Nikki, wanna wanna chat? What's uh, what's on your mind, or do you have a question? Hey, Kastig. Um I do have a couple questions. I'll try and be quick with them. But uh, first off, I am um, I'm on part of a, the Crash Punks members, and I'm on console now. So I want to say it's really clean. I love it. I'm excited for what you guys are building in the future. Um, with that said, my biggest question is actually um, mobile. I think today I've joined the past few AMs at AMAs. I think today was the first time I actually heard like a definitive date um, and mobile is such like a big barrier for a lot of people, um, especially somebody like myself. I spend a lot of time on the road, um, so I don't always bring my personal laptop with me to hop on to uh, the web page and have my wallets and all of that. Do you think it's realistic to say that mobile will be live for, I guess, anybody and everybody that wants to download it in the app store by the end of the quarter? Nikki, hold us to that. I feel like we need to. I feel like okay, you know how uh, you know how like uh, public companies 
their stakeholders are their investors. Yeah. I feel like for open source projects, <laughs> people showing up to Twitter spaces <laughs> are our number one stakeholders. And uh, yeah, I think you should definitely keep us accountable for that. That's okay. our goal is to um, is to get that out by the end of the quarter. I'm hoping in March for some testing. Um, the way it will roll out will be on test flight, which will be an invite beta, which will invite um, hopefully at least a few hundred people um, by the end of the quarter. And so, and then go from there. Um, getting in the App Store, um, although I can tell you that we're applying and that's moving forward for Apple and Android, but will be a whole nother question mark just based on anyone in this chat who has experience just knows getting things in the Apple Store is a very <laughs> horrible process sometimes. Um, but we don't need to wait for that. We'll, we'll have it on test flight and that will just be a link that we'll be able to send and you'll be able to download it. So yeah, that that's coming. And then. That would work. Actually, the um, the Stacks Parrots just did that with their Parrot Radio app to where it was test flight. Um, so I'm a little bit familiar with that, and that's um, exciting. I know it's easy to use. Um, yep. Another one, I'm super curious about this. Granted, um, Trevor, as far as Crash Punks go, so I don't want to get too personal, but I think he's holding some alpha out on us. But if a community were to go cross-chain, would a console community be able to host both BNS and ENS live in the same chat? Great question. Um, 100% yes. Console awesome. is multi-chain, and we host right now. We have Stacks and Ethereum, the two chains, but we are going to go to more. And yeah, um, it would be super, super easy right now. Just for anybody listening, like we, you know, the way Crashbunks is. The, the owner of the community sets the verification. And so right now, Trevor said it because it, he has only with a Crash Punk NFT and only with a BTC. Otherwise, you're a wallet address. So you can't even make up your own name. So it's like your BT, your, your something.btc or you're a wallet address. And so he has like the strictest setting on. But it's really, we give that power to the community owners. And if he wanted to make it multi-chain, it's just a setting that we can switch and it would be that easy. And anyone else, once you set up your first console, you'll have the same access to decide who can come into your console. Super cool. Um, the only last one, but I think you kind of touched on it earlier. For those, so like being that it's token gated right now, would you at console foresee in the future maybe a preview mode? Maybe somebody's priced out or they're not yet ready to purchase said nft to get access to a community yeah sorry somebody's calling me that's kind of a a hindrance to some people is that something you have plans for yeah i think this falls under onboarding for me onboarding being that first moment when someone comes to your community i talked a lot about earlier about growing communities and how that's so important for community owners it's probably the main thing that they're trying to think about either growing or trying to like with the community they have making the most impact and onboarding that first step of like someone's looking at your community they're trying to decide should i join how do i join how do i get active is like a real head headbanger on discord right now because you just kind of get thrown in the middle of just just chat randomly in the middle of someone else's chat and you're like what am i doing here um so for that we have the homepage of console and we're working on just imagining that as like a beautiful experience where you can have both token gated or just just public information and then you can decide that so you may have events or we have these notion style page documents 
Um, and it's up to you to decide, hey, everyone can see these. These are something. And then that's a way that people can get information about it, about your community, and like kind of read through kind of like a web page, seeing what's going on with the community, um, seeing the people page. You could see all the people in there. You can't chat with them, but you can see all the NFTs to kind of get a sense of how the people are in there. Maybe you see some people in there you recognize or something like that. Um, I think all of that is a way to signal and to kind of like educate people into like, do they want to join your community? How can they get involved? And I think that all helps people make stronger communities. In addition to that, we've th- I'm not sure about if we, we've thought about having public chat channels, but we're not so sure about that yet. I think that will be one of the features that if it's really highly demanded from existing communities, because I could see there being like a public waiting room or kind of like public welcome room. Imagine like you walk into a bar and like, you know, anyone could kind of walk in and like hang out a little bit. But if you kind of want to go like, <laughs> I don't know, like into the members room or go see the show, like, you know, to kind of get past there, you know, you need to be part of the club. Um, this is kind of like my random analogy. But um, so we've, you know, we've thought about that model. There's like a public space and there's like a back space and that's like the token gated, but I'm not sure about that yet. I would, I would want to hear more people say they really wanted that because um, we. For sure. My fear at that is that it could be insecure. Like we're really trying to keep security top of mind. It could be. It could be insecure. It could be loud. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not sure. There's a bunch of potential problems with that. Um, but yeah, so there'll there'll be a mix of of token gated and public. Okay. Content, great. Well, and hope, thank you so helps. much for uh, for answering those questions. I'm. Uh, I will and, say I love using console now. I'm excited to hear about mobile coming and for everybody listening that hasn't used it yet um i've had zero issues with security um it's gonna be great and hopefully a, a discord killer as we're i see a lot of people saying <laughs> thank you casting amazing thank you so much nikki really appreciate that uh great this is great um let's do i don't know that we'll get to all the questions but let's do one or two more and um and we'll maybe have to continue next week um Tosslin. did i say your name right Tosslin. Yeah, you didn't get it right, but you tried. Yeah, so I didn't get to start this space with you guys, but really, I have to say, shout out to Console. I really love what you guys are building. I love everything about it. And I have, okay, just one question for you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so... um. Recently, we've been getting to hear about apps in the Web3 space, and I don't know, I want to ask, since this is a Web3 Discord, and and more like a decentralized Discord, where we share our, uh, where we connect our wallet and stuff, um, how do you get, because I, I was listening when you talked about um, being transparent, but trust me, being transparent alone does not cut it. How do you intend to um, get to the heart of people to trust you guys about connecting their wallets? Because trust me, people connecting their wallets is a very, very hard task to do because they'll be like, connecting me connecting my wallet, would, would it be safe? Would hackers not get into it? How sure am I that these people are not even are not even hackers and these people would not even give hackers the, the the chance to get into my wallet so that's what i really want to know yeah um really cool that there's so many archive uh supporters too in the uh in the community today i think uh i think that's a really great great project um 
yeah, well, connecting the wallet is is tricky. Um, I, I almost wonder if if anybody even knows like what happens when you connect a wallet. Um, I think we do it so frequently and maybe we're not even sure what's going on. Um, so I'll just say it and this will probably be a repeat for maybe half the people, but maybe new for the other half. Um, but it's important to understand. Um, when you connect the wallet, when you, when you sign your wallet with your wallet, um, basically all you're doing is like when you come to console, if you were to go there now, we just give you some text. We kind of pop some text on the on the screen. And when you sign it, you're basically encoding all of that. I don't want to get too technical, but you're basically kind of like encrypting that into like a little hash, which is like a, a, a length of numbers and letters. And then this hash can only, it's your, your key that you have in your wallet plus the text equals the hash. And then that hash becomes something that's, that's your signature, right? That's like, only you can do that. Only you in the world. It's like one in like a million, gabillion people could come up with the same exact hash. And so that's what cryptography does is it allows you to come and just sign and to prove that you are the person. And, and it's reliable enough that not only does it does that process is what's behind Bitcoin and Ethereum and trillions of dollars of wealth, it's that strong, but it's also what's powering identity and allows us a console to allow people to sign some text and then to, for us to verify that that is definitely them, right? And to let them read their texts and texts on behalf of them, right? So it's an important process. And yet it is really tricky because a lot of times what will happen is it's not, it's less that you can't trust console, but, or any site, but more that it's really easy for hackers to kind of come in and like get in between that and pop something else up and you sign and you're signing and you don't know what you're signing, right? So because you could imagine just someone could hack you or you can go to a different link console with a K or something. Don't worry, we bought all of the other consoles, but a lot of them But <laughs> for now. But um, you can imagine like, yeah, console with two N's or whatever. Like, And it's really easy to sign the wrong thing. And then you're giving away, you're not giving away your any money or you, the signing isn't a problem. There's, there's nothing, you could sign things on a million sites. You're not going to give up your, assets it's what happens right after that which is then you start approving things to leave your wallet um all of that to say there's not a perfect answer i think the best answer in web3 right now is to pay attention to what you're signing which really means just like when that pop-up comes up just looking at the domain that it's coming from and making sure it's what you expect that it's not something random just slowing down that process making sure you're doing you know and if you don't have any valuable assets in that wallet this is something kuro hit on before you know if you're delegating or doing other things then there's really nothing to worry about even if somebody did god forbid get access to it you wouldn't lose something but i just want everybody to understand like the complexity of the problem and that this is like probably the best of where web3 is right now but this is really where we want to add value as well and these are the conversations we're having because i think there are things that we can do to help make it clearer that you're signing for console and that you're at console and that things won't get in the way and we have some ideas about that but this is where we're trying to innovate as well and you know we're if anyone has things that they've seen, I think, you know, I think Kuro mentioning delegating is great. Um, I'm looking at Stello and a few other options for like helping users get alerts of, of malicious sites. But this is a big issue across Web3. It's one that we're trying to contribute to. And so I think that's where we are right now. I say stay tuned. Um, hopefully we have more updates for you over time and how we can help improve that. And if this resonates with anybody at Reply Me, 
because I would love to take your ideas or input and, and improve console. Um, Blake, what's up? Hey, good to be here. Uh, as usual, I, I find really cool, awesome things by following Titus around. So glad to be here and glad to have found you guys. Uh, but when you're talking about the uh, the public chats option and some of the things around that, uh, something came to mind. Uh, and so my question is, um, what do you guys have in place regarding uh, bot protection and multi-account protection? And if you're not happy with your solution there, I'd love to talk with you guys offline uh, so I don't take up your space about a solution that uh, the group that I work with uh, has. Tell us a little more. Tell us a little more about your solution, if you could kind of summarize it in like a few sentences. Sure. So uh, Governor Dow uh, does a uh, proof of existence, and it's anonymous. It uses um, biometrics, so privacy-focused biometrics, where your data never leaves your own personal device. It turns it into a hash. That hash verifies you as unique. And uh, so that that deals with both the bots and multi-account solution. Um, Governor Dow itself doesn't blacklist uh, addresses, but it allows projects who utilize the technology to, if there are problem users, uh, be able to deal with that. Uh, but mostly it's, it's just the ability to ensure that there's only one, uh, that one unique person uh, that has a lot of, obviously not all the chats have to, would have to utilize that, but it, but uh, yeah, it, so it does that with just a simple ERC20 token. And yeah, it's a pretty cool solution. I'd love to chat with you guys if you guys are interested. Yeah. How, how far along are you guys? Is anybody using it? Is it, is it public? Is it? It's a it's a little bit of a a smaller, newer project. Uh, it was a completely fair launch, no tokens sold project. But the the technology is fully functioning and active. Uh, there are a few projects that have utilized it, and yeah. How does it compare to proof of humanity? Uh, proof of humanity, uh, and pardon me if I don't get it exactly right, but. My understanding from that is that requires other humans to essentially vouch for other people. In this case, it's uh, it uses uh, biometric technology to, you know, verifiably know that uh, the person who is uh, verifying themselves is the person that they claim to be, uh, though, and in a completely anonymous fashion. Do you have to buy the technology, or do you like go to your mall and like scan your finger? No, thank God, it is not like uh, WorldCoin. World where you have to yeah, travel and and give your eyeball to yeah, uh, evil people. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, it it just requires your own uh, smartphone or or laptop, and your again your data never leaves your device. And it's it's an amazing technology that uh, Finovant, uh, Governor Dow's partner, uh, came up with for biometrics with a little bit of uh, AI as well to uh, allow that really privacy-focused uh, uh, solution to come about. I love it. Well, if you could do me a favor and just click on my face, <laughs> not my real face, because but yeah, <laughs> the one you see there, the PFD, and um, just at, at reply me, um, I would love to, or DM me. I would, yeah, I would love if you could send me a link or if you have a video demo to learn a little more. 
and maybe follow up with some questions. But yeah, this is a space we really want to innovate in. It's really related to this issue of security that we were just talking about. And I think of ways to like, you know, build more trust and all that. So um, we were looking at proof of humanity just kind of lightly. I'm also kind of curious about WorldCoin. I mean, anyway, WorldCoin, oh, okay. you know, you, you scan your, your retina and it, gives you some unique idea. but there's a lot of and you have to dox yourself to get to the place in public which for some might be an issue other people maybe they don't care but that's another cool thing about some of these different solutions i i, yeah. I think proof of humanity is great i think uh there are multiple others that i think are great uh but there's room for more than one solution based on the needs of different communities and so uh having solutions that remain entirely anonymous and you know, just needs an ERC token to uh, verify because that's how it's represented in people's wallets. Wow, uh, is a pretty cool solution. And yeah, I'll definitely uh, send you a DM with information. I love it, and so does Evan. I think Evan gave 100%, so I think he loves it too. <laughs> uh, thanks for introducing us to that, um, Governor Dow. We're we're gonna learn more about that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, Later. Really great. Really great, Blake. Um, Guys, I'm just going to do one more question because we really do try to just keep it the hour at most uh, just to be respectful of everybody's time. We'll be back next Monday, but let's do one last question with Chris B. Um, maybe, if you don't mind, just maybe keeping the question short um, or the comment and I'm just going to close out the show right after this. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, basically, uh, two things. One, just wondering, I missed part of the, uh, the whole space here because I was working away, but um, one what is the benefit, like the, the security benefit? How are you guys safer than Discord? And if you could summarize console in a couple sentences, the, the, the main advantages of console over, over Discord? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, we, we touched on a few of these. This is probably the first question that's really similar um, that we got. And so I'll just kind of highlight a little bit. Uh, usually I'll probably call on somebody, but I'm going to spare Titus from being called on right now since we're trying to end the show. <laughs> Titus, you're safe. Um, I've done that before in the past. Um, but yeah, the, the, main, the main benefit is that we're building on Web3 principles, I would say, in comparison to Discord. And so I think if you're here in Web3 and you understand the benefit of building on open source projects where you can trust the code, building on projects that are decentralized so we're decentralized um aim to be open source and you know you can own your own identity so we have a lot less reliance on bots we're doing a lot of this in-house and um you know i think i think at this point we have a lot of the blueprints and fundamentals that really position us to be better than discord um but yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna be like as honest as i can throughout this whole you know process as we build console you know discord has scale that's so much bigger than us and such different problems and stuff like that so you know i don't i don't think it's at all fair to say that like right now <laughs> like with our few hundred users versus like millions of users on discord that like we are more secure like i just don't even know how to measure that i'm not saying we are or we aren't but like i think that's like just not fair it's like apples and oranges um but the primitives that we're building on and the third-party security team that we're working with to build those and then building on top of web3 technologies which are built on cryptography and privacy like all the tools we're using the raw material we're using um which i could list out or it's on our, our website you know are just way superior to the tech stack and processes of discord so i think that when we do scale we're just going to be in a lot better position um to make a more secure and more usable platform and that's that's really where we're going with this to just grow that and bring that to more people cool well 
hopefully that answers your question. Um, thanks for asking, and thank you. Oh my God, I I am so grateful for everyone who comes with so many questions every week. We fill up an hour, and there's more questions, and um, we'll get to. The, if you had your hand up and you didn't get ask your question, please come again next week. I really appreciate it. Um, just gonna give a big shout out to again to Dave and Julia. Um, I know I blabber the whole time, but it's really Dave and Julia who help organize this and help you know just help make this possible in every single way. So um, thank you so much, Dave and Julia. Um, they're usually our po apps to go to um, to. I'll let Julia follow up with that afterwards. Um, right, Julia? We have some po apps coming. I'm guessing sometimes we do. <laughs> I'll assume that's a yes. Um, okay, and uh, yeah, and I just want to you know just just shout out to to everybody. Um, <laughs> just shout out to everybody uh, who who participated. In Titus, Crow, Chris, Evan. Um, oh, we got Sadef last minute. Uh, we're closing down, but please come next time. We'd love to hear from Sadef and the ENS community. Um, yeah, all right, such such a great community tonight. Thank you so much. Okay, have a great evening. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for coming. This is Julia, the community manager. Um, just wanted to say there are POAPs. Um, thanks, Chris, for um, situating that. But yeah, um, if your DMs are not open to console, um, please do so. Please give us a follow so I can view. And we didn't get to your question. Um, please comment, um, leave it in the thread, or send it in DM. And um, hope to see you next week. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Console AMA, recorded on Monday, January 30th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Yeah. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe is the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, chase a view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two
Spaces. <laughs>